it's the best. <laughs> it's the best, man. I don't know. They announce it every game. I don't know how many sold-out crowds that is in a row, but it's impressive. Um, Mondays, Tuesdays, Saturdays, it doesn't matter what day of the week is, they're going to show up and show out. And it's fun to be a part of. I think it's a big part of why we've had so much success um, in our home games this season. And, you know, let's keep it rolling. Devin Booker, after scoring 51 points in 30 minutes last night, Suns beat the uh, Bulls at Footprint Center. That number's 39, by the way. Straight sellouts at uh, Footprint Center. Here to talk about it, another guy that was uh, had the pleasure of being in the arena last night to watch that onslaught from Devin Booker. Suns broadcaster John Bloom joins us here on Bickley and Murata Mornings. Bloomer, good morning. How are you? I am fantastic, Vinny. Uh, good to be with you. And Zoe, go Bears. Uh, nice big game win. I don't know what's going on with the Hoops program right now, but that's a topic for a whole different uh, day. Now, uh, uh, as far as the Hoops program here in town and that guy you just played, we know he's an old soul, but is it me or did it almost seem like he was going to launch into the theme song of Happy Days right there for a second? <laughs> Monday, Tuesday, happy days. Last night was Wednesday. It was definitely a happy day. We talked briefly on our way out of the arena last night before you did the post-game show, and I used the word efficient, and I asked you the question, is that the most efficient performance you've seen in a 50-point game? I went further this morning, and I got a little resistant, so I want to get your thought on it. I think it's the best single-game individual offensive performance in Suns history. With uh, apologies and, and much respect to Tom Chambers, Charles Barkley, and everybody else, because of of everything that went into it. Yeah, I mean, I, it's tough for me to argue. I, I know that everybody's going to say recency bias, and uh, we all have our favorite moments that we always, you know, remember when it comes to, you know, whether it's fandom, like being a, a fan of this team, which I know you have been a long, long time, just as I have, Vinny. And, and I think back to the game I saw with my own eyes of Tom Chambers going nuts against the Warriors in the Bay Area, right? And this was a game my dad took me to when I was a young kid, and I didn't really know no hoops like I know hoops now. So I was amazed. I had never seen somebody put the ball in the basket that much before in front of me in any like realm because I was used to going and watching cow basketball. And don't get me wrong, we did have Kevin Johnson back in the day. And there were a couple ballers that came through Berkeley, as though knows, but nothing that was like 50 point type stuff that I got to see with my own eyes. So that was the first time I saw it in, in person when Tom Chambers lit up the Warriors. Now, flash forward 30 something years and what Devin did last night was special in so many ways because you know people are going to talk about the Boston game events about yes. 70 when he was young uh, and about how the game didn't matter and they were getting blown out for the most part right so those are the things that you say to take away validity from a guy putting up 70 at that age in the NBA there is nothing any detractor can say about what Devin Booker did last night that was an absolute virtuoso performance that's unmatched in Phoenix Suns history and very very few humans have ever done anything like it with the amount of shots he took with how accurate he was with what else he was able to do on the floor with the fact that they were able to win the game uh, and the fact that this team just continues to do it at the level that they're doing it and I'm thrilled that now folks around the world they're starting to wake up to it. Yeah, we're talking with John Bloom, Suns broadcaster here on Bickley and Murata Mornings. Um, and it, it wasn't just last night. Uh, the, the game before, the game Monday night that you got to do play-by-play -play, uh, for in Sacramento, 44 points for Booker. And 
you know, he I, I used the word possessed to describe him that night. But I thought there were stretches in that game, Bick, where they leaned on Devin Booker a little bit too heavily and maybe he tried to do too much. It never felt like he was doing too much last night. You're right. Uh, there were times in the last c- couple weeks where we've seen Booker, you know, maybe pressing a little bit in games, not making shots that we're used to seeing him make. But then it seemed like all of them were, were waiting to fall till last night. And he made everything he looked at, including a three that got taken away from him for a, a controversial uh, call that was an illegal screen. Didn't seem like much there at that point when he was on a heat check. Yeah. Um, and that, I think that was the third or fourth. But for me, it's just such a thrill to watch. And I know, Vince, you have the best seat in the house for this, which is just awesome to be able to see it as close uh, as you do. But you're doing your thing, right? I mean, you, it's it's hard to separate it, isn't it, from watching it uh-huh. as a fan to doing your job. It was since I've been doing PA, and this is my seventh season doing it, and I've seen Devin Booker go off a lot and, and great individual performances, but... It was it was one of those games where there's so much anticipation every time he touched the ball because you knew it. <laughs> and he talked about it. It was going in. And, and there's nothing I love watching more in sports, and I don't care who the shooter is, but when a shooter or a scorer gets hot and takes over a basketball game, it's unlike anything else I can describe in sports. And that was that was the pinnacle for me in 40 years of watching this team. I believe it. And I, I mean, I just, I don't think we're done. That's the exciting thing. Like, it's not like he just peaked last night and that's it. That's the only thing. So if you, if you feel like you missed out, if you've got that FOMO right now at home, and you're like, darn it, I was supposed to be at that game last night. I'm, don't worry. I think he's going to do that again. We're going to see this movie again because look, he's doing this right now because of usage, maybe partially they need him yes. to, to have the ball more. Chris Paul's not there. We, we know Cam Johnson's not there. And the team will look different when both those guys are back on the floor. But uh, it is just remarkable to me that uh, this whole team, and obviously I think it starts with Evan Booker, but the whole team, and we can't sleep on what DeAndre Ayton's doing either right now, um, the the way that they're able to adapt. And that's what Monty Williams said to me last night before the game in our pregame interview was, you know, I asked him what what is he pleased with most after 20 games because he likes to use, you know, the 20-game mark as a barometer. And, And that was it, I think. He said the adaptability of this team, no matter who goes out, no matter what they need to do. And if you take a look around the league, there's a lot of excuses being made Uh by a lot of teams. And you can't be mad at them for making those excuses when they're missing a superstar or two or maybe three potential role players or rotation players. But, you know, before the season started, there were three guys that were penciled into the starting lineup for this Phoenix Suns team that are not playing right now and that have not been playing in weeks. And one of them hasn't even suited up all year. And yet they are on top of the Western Conference. And I do not think that is something to be taken lightly. I think what it means is that this basketball team has shown us enough over the last three years that they're the best basketball team consistently on planet Earth. It's amazing that we have that here. It's hard to get over the playoff losses. I get it. But just don't take it for granted. I know I've been saying that since the bubble days and when they started going with Monty Williams, but I'm trying to tell myself that, too. Don't take it for granted. Enjoy this. Even though it's the regular season and we know that the meaning of that has changed over the course of the last few years, uh, for this team to be doing what they're doing, it's just absolutely a pleasure to watch. Hey, John Lorenzo here. Go Bears, of course. Um, (laughs) As you have, you know, matured and, and now you know basketball right you talk about you and your dad not really knowing when you saw chambers play what has changed in devin booker's game me and Vinny have kind of been talking about that all morning identifying different things where he's grown at what has allowed him to be this consistent even more so than in years past 
Ooh, it's uh, a good question. Um, I'm going to go, uh, you know, this is something I've been kind of intertwining in, and I haven't talked about it on the radio per se, but we're doing some stuff uh, after the fact when I'm calling games, because sometimes during games I like to incorporate lyrics of songs, because I love music too. Okay. And uh, and lately it's been hip-hop. So when you ask me this question, the, the song that comes to mind is an Ipsy Hustle, Kendrick Lamar collaboration called Dedication, Hard Work Plus Patience. To me, that's it. That's the story in a nutshell of Devin Booker. He's dedicated himself since he was a little kid to become what he's becoming right now, to be legendary. We didn't know it was going to be that phrase before Kobe Bryant told him that. And I remember that night like it was yesterday. And then he puts it on the shoes, right? And then he tattoos it on his arm. It's all real. And it's reps. And it's hard work. And it's patience. And it's paid off. But it hasn't paid off fully. And he's not done. And that's why I'm so convinced that we're going to see other nights like we saw last night. That's why I'm so excited and tantalized. But what, what's ahead in the future of Phoenix Suns basketball, specifically the future for Devin Booker? I don't know if that's, you know, just a, too broad of a scope on this thing for him. You know, if you're going to whittle it down, I just think he works at every part of his game. Yeah. And when he commits himself defensively, He's a game changer on that side, isn't he, Vince? I mean, that's something that people just don't even talk about because we're going to talk about 51, 70, 49, 44, all these other things he does. But the guy, when he sets his mind to it, is a beast in every facet. Yeah, that's a great way to put it, Bloomer. I just wanted, I always wanted to hear your thoughts, too, uh, expanded after you know what, seeing what we saw last night. It, it's been fun to watch, and I wish we had 10 more minutes to talk about what we're seeing from DeAndre Ayton. Maybe we'll do that soon, if, uh, if DA yes. keeps, when DA keeps this up. There you go. <laughs> Bloomer, thanks for the time, man. Always appreciate it. Be well.